Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. First and foremost, sponsored by Team BC. Shout out to Team BC, my real estate team. We are nationwide. If you're a real estate agent and anybody involved in the real estate business and you're interested in joining, go to jointeambc.com and schedule a call with us. Huge shout out to Modern Success, my coaching program. Um, as I'm being more censored, a lot of my time, energy, and focus is primarily being placed into my team and my coaching. So if you're really looking to take it to the next level when you're an adult, whether you're in real estate or not, or I'm going to get on my coaching, you're going to get something from it that is very significant for sure. BrianCasella.com to check that out or any of my other products. All right. So let's get into it. Today, I want to discuss something that is very important. Okay. And it's you building, Right reconnecting with or nurturing the relationship that you have with you. All right. A lot of stuff in mainstream culture nowadays has attacked that very thing, swept it under the rug, made it weird, and has really, you know, kind of turned this subject into either something that's insignificant, um, that's labeled incorrectly, or it's just not talked about. And when I say relationship with yourself, you know, that can mean a million different things to a million different people. And I want to specifically in this episode, describe to you exactly what I mean when I say that. All right. So as an example, spending time alone with you, not being um, exiled and being a hermit because nobody likes you and nobody will talk to you and you have no social skills and it's, and it's not by choice. I'm talking about, talking about by choice. You're going to say, hey, I'm going to spend some time uh, with myself today. I'm going to be alone right? I'm going to journal. I'm going to read. I'm going to spend time with me. I'm going to, you know, take a look at certain areas of my life that I need to improve on. I'm going to get real with myself on, on some of the things that I want to work on and really just getting in tune with you and having that like self-conversation, not nut job, you know, in the mental ward conversation with yourself where you have 26,000 personalities, right? I'm talking about a genuine conversation you with you. Now, what I just described has to be a part of your existence, like regularly, maybe not every single second of every day, but what I just described, if you can't remember the last time you've done it or you've never done it, you really need to add this and really take this subject now and say, okay, this is something I need to tackle. Because the more you do that, right? All this other shit that people explore and self-help will start to make sense to you. This is ultimately when people talk self-help, ultimately it's this, just becoming in tune with yourself. So when you want to make a change, you make it, right? You understand and, and finally realize that you're in control of your own destiny and happiness, right? And all these things that seem so you know, out of the norm to people or impossible or tough to do suddenly just seems within your grasp. It's because they've reconciled the relationship with themselves and they're finally at a point of understanding themselves. So when you look at that first part, which is spending time alone, number one, a lot of people get anxiety when I say that, or they're like, oh, I don't want to be alone. I need to be with people. Now we are social creatures. That is 100% fact. However, however, you have to be comfortable with you. Why is it that people loathe or resent spending time with themselves? Let's think about that for a second and talk about it, right? Let me ask you a question. If you genuinely are okay with yourself, you like yourself, you love yourself, you know you're working on yourself, right? You enjoy your life. 
is spending time with you really like a weird thing? No. A lot of times we have insecurities that we don't want to confront. We don't like ourselves. We hate ourselves. And so we don't want to spend time with ourselves because we in our minds think, hey, I'm spending time with myself, which is I'm just, I'm just a piece of shit. I'm not good for anything. I never keep my word, right? And those are the conversations that are going on in people's heads. But think about that. If you can't even spend time with you, let's now look in, in, at inter interacting with the world. Let's look at interacting with the world. The world is interacting with that version of you. And they're going to get that vibe. They're going to be able to understand and feel that you are not okay with yourself. Now, they may not outwardly say, oh, this person's not okay with themselves. It'll manifest later on, but there's just going to be something off about you, right? Maybe people won't like you. Maybe it'll be a little bit more difficult for you to socialize. Things just aren't going to click for you because of this. So, you know, as we start unpacking the subject matter a little bit more, it's pretty crazy how deeply rooted this is in so many issues that we see nowadays, right? Even sitting in silence, people can't do that. They have to have music playing or something. That's a problem, man. Same thing with being with yourself. A lot of people can't be with themselves. Like, well, I'm just going to be bored. What do I do? Well, dude, have a conversation with yourself. When's the last time you, as an example, gave yourself some credit, sat there and said, I'm going to thank myself. I'm going to give myself credit. You know what, bro? Right? I'll pretend like I'm talking to myself. You know what, Brian? You worked your ass off today, dude. Good job. You know what, dude, these last couple of weeks, you've been fucking on schedule, bro. You're fucking rocking. You've been reading. You've been doing your thing consistently, dude, with nobody watching. Good for you, man. Pat on the back. Keep it up. You're a fucking boss. You know what, dude, you've been killing it the last couple of weeks, too, with uh, your social interactions, man. You're on fire. Everybody loves you. Now, all I'm stating is what I'm doing and giving myself credit. That's it. I'm not making shit up. I didn't say, oh, you know, I flew around like Superman you know, from Metropolis to somewhere else. I'm not saying that. I'm not making shit up. I'm praising myself and giving myself credit because you never do that. But if you're not okay with you, you don't spend time with you and you're not conscious of these things, you're never going to do something like that. That's one of the most fundamental things. You will criticize yourself to death, which innately is good if this other part of it, which is praising yourself, is a part of the equation too. Because now you have balance. Now you have harmony within yourself. You're critiquing to improve and pointing out what needs to be bettered, but you're also giving yourself credit where credit is due, right? That's a two-way street, not a one-way street. So this issue for a lot of people, right? When we begin to explore it, it is pretty simple. It is pretty simple. And when we start giving you little blips, like giving yourself praise and spending time alone, it becomes very easy from an actionable point of view to start doing things to improve this. Here's the next one. How about, how about being able to list 10 things that you like about yourself? Because if I asked you the opposite, 10 things you don't like about yourself, you would all would be able to yell it and scream it super quick. I'm overweight. I don't make enough money, blah, 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 blah. But how about the opposite? Would you be able to list it just as fast and give it to me convincingly? Probably not. It tells me you're not in tune with yourself. You're only in tune with part of yourself what you like and what you don't like. You are very intimate and close with what you don't like, but you're not even familiar with at all what you do like, right? What does that do? That ends up building your perception of the world and of yourself. 
And your perception of yourself then projects out onto the world and the environment and everything around you. So you now start living that. Your life is, these are the things that I don't like about me. Now, is that any way to live? Of course not. Of course not. But if you start paying attention to yourself and doing some of these exercises, you'll start realizing like, hey, you know, now that I've thought about it and given myself some credit, I'm always on time. I never even noticed that. That's something to give yourself credit for. We were supposed to be on time. Sure. But is the world on time? No. Even if everybody was on time, the fact that you're doing it is enough to give yourself credit. The fact that you would even question that and say, oh, well, that's not worthy of giving yourself credit. That's a problem. That's you being hypercritical and focusing only on the negative and making it an impossible task to give yourself any credit and be positive towards yourself. I mean, God damn, look at the circumstances we've created for our own lives where it's literally nearly impossible for us to give ourselves any fucking credit. And that's us with us. We complain, of course, and say, man, no one in the world is positive. It's so hard to find good people. And I agree with that. But goddamn, if you can't do it with yourself, shit, now you're really fighting an uphill battle, man. Now that one piece, that one element that's under your control, you're not even really utilizing. Then again, you're wondering why you're struggling and you're not feeling good and you always feel off and things just don't work out for you and blah, blah, blah. And all those other sob stories we tell ourselves. It starts with that, man. So another thing that, you know, comes up with the subject is obviously the whole point of our existence as human beings is to survive and replicate, right? At a base level. So by virtue of that, we're going to interact with the opposite sex and have relationships. Think about this from a relationship standpoint, right? The version of you now versus the version of you in the future that is confident, that does have a great relationship with yourself. Is it safe to say that if you have a great or better, we'll use that word for now, better relationship with yourself, it will be easier and more natural for you to have better relationships with your partners? Of course. Put two people together that are whole by themselves. Put them together that's a supercharged relationship. Put two broken people together. That's a broken relationship that's bound to fail. And then all the little, you know, things that come up, little arguments, you know, fussing, bitching and complaining and this and that, all that is is a manifestation of things they don't like about themselves or because they're not in a whole state, in a good state themselves they'll have outbursts and, and, and lack control and, and not be in a rational position, whether it's communication or anything else with their partner. Even though technically that relationship, they should be holding themselves to a higher standard and treating their partner a certain way, but they won't do it. Why? Because they're not okay with themselves and they don't treat themselves the right way. So if they don't treat themselves the right way, how can they expect to treat somebody else the right way? You see? How about, you know, even in our estimation of what's possible, is it safe to say that if you improve the relationship with yourself, your general outlook on life and your expectations of what's possible would increase? Well, of course, you know, if you appreciated yourself and loved yourself and acknowledged yourself in a positive way, but when you looked at a, a task or something that seemed challenging or difficult, 
your odds of saying, I can do this would go up. Your ability to back yourself and believe in yourself would skyrocket all because you have a better relationship with yourself. You know, that's why a lot of times you see those people that aren't very capable or maybe um, intelligent or skilled at a particular thing, but they just have that confidence that they exude, whether, again, I'm not going to argue here whether it's fake or real, but they have it, right? Those people have a better relationship with themselves that allows them to such a degree that the lack of skill or competence in that, you know, that, that lack of skill, uh, lack of skill or competence in that particular field that becomes secondary because they believe in themselves so much. They're like, I'm still going to take this shit head on and I'll figure it out. And again, they're oozing that confidence and certainty that, you know, people roll with it, especially in professional fields. I would come across people all the time before. That's really when it clicked for me. I said, man, some of these people are not skilled or proficient at all, but just they exude this, this vibrancy, this, this confidence that people just are drawn to. Now, what if we combine the skill and that confidence? Whoa, now you're a fucking powerhouse. Now you're a force to be reckoned with, which is then the path that I went on. And that has been the path from the beginning. How about your image? If you really cared about yourself and had a better relationship with yourself, wouldn't your image improve just by virtue of that? Wouldn't you dress yourself better? Wouldn't you take care of yourself more? Wouldn't you maybe do something like I have where, you know, you will wear the earrings or get the tattoos because it's the ultimate form of self-expression for you. And you'll stop caring about what other people say or think about your life and what it is that you're going to do. Because that has a lot to do with it. My relationship with me is so good. I can stand firmly against outside criticism or judgment. That's one of the recipes to do it. Is your, your relationship with you is so strong that it supersedes all of that. If your relationship with you is weak, then other people's opinions and criticisms and judgment will take precedent over your own word and your own desire for your own life and how you're going to live and how you're going to operate. Isn't that sad, ladies and gentlemen? Isn't that sad? I think so. That's very sad. We look at emotional, we can, if we're going to call it anything, maybe emotional stability, right? Personal life and overall. If your relationship with you is stronger, is it safe to say emotionally you're going to be a little bit more stable at the very least? Well, yeah, of course. Because a lot of times, what is it that affects our emotions or causes these swings and emotions that become peaks and valleys? If we're going to look at it like, you know, as a graph, emotion hits. Now, what's that thing that perpetuates the emotion, makes it softer, intensifies it or whatever it is? It's our process. The moment that situation happens and the emotion hits, which involves what? Imagery, self-talk. So if your relationship with you is off or rocky, that self-talk on average, is going to be worse. Let's say you're in a situation where you have to trust yourself. You have a bad relationship with you or a questionable relationship with you. That self-talk is going to be very detrimental and it's going to be anti-trust. Versus if your relationship with you is good, that self-talk is going to be much more empowering. Therefore, it's going to produce a better type of emotion because that's where emotions stem from. And they're directly influenced by those things that I said, your imagery and your self-talk, 1,000%.
where do you think all this positive affirmation? Uh, sorry, I just bit my tongue. Sorry. Ow, that hurt. Where do you think this positive affirmation thing came from? You know, incantations, visualization. That's your vessel being affected by the mechanisms that you have and the tools that you have at your disposal, period. So how do I fine tune those, those, those tools? How do I fine tune them? How do I improve them? Well, have a better relationship with you because then the, the individual, your mind, whatever you want to call it, using those tools is more efficient, is better, is rooting for you, is your best friend, not your worst enemy. Ask yourself questions when you're starting this. What do I think about this? And listen to your own mind answer you. Who taught me that? Let's say you have a weird belief about something and you ask yourself, who taught me that? The image will come to your mind. Maybe it was an aunt. Maybe it was your brother. Maybe it was your mom or dad. Maybe it was a cousin. You never know. Maybe if it was one of your neighbors 30 years ago, you'll find the answers, man. You ask the right questions, you'll get the answers. The mind is powerful. I know from experience, my friends. But man, I am so in tune with myself. I know myself very well. You know what another benefit of this is? I'm very comfortable with me now. What does that do? That makes other people extremely comfortable around me because they realize that I'm very comfortable with myself. You see, this thing is like a never-ending benefit for you literally in every area of your life. And we can just keep listing it and listing it and listing it. Now, for time purposes, I only do these episodes for about 20 minutes, but I could just keep talking about it and through the stories and things that I'm saying, the next thing will come up and the next thing and the next thing because this wasn't prepared. Just like all my podcasts are never prepared. How about me? My relationship with myself was bad before. That's why I cut my hair. My hair, although many of you think it's long, used to be probably twice as long as it is now. And then I cut it because my relationship with myself was weak. And in a moment of weakness, I cut it for the wrong reasons. And it finally clicked about a year ago. I said, why the hell did I cut my hair? You know what? I'm going to grow it out. I'm going to grow it out. And man, I'm loving every moment of it. I truly am. I can't wait for my hair to be longer. Right? I'm going to grow it out for at least a couple of years. And if people don't like it too bad, I don't give a shit. Because why? I want to grow it out straight up. Now, had the conviction not been there, had I not been as good as I am with me, I wouldn't have done it. I would have continued to cut my hair, have the buzz cut, and be just a carbon copy of everybody else. Feeling like a, a piece of my individuality was taken away from me. So a lot of these moves that people consider bold or wow, he's out there, he's doing this. All, all it is, is that the relationship with oneself is solid. It doesn't have to be the strongest in the world, but it's just solid, man. It's solid. Strive for that first. My relationship with me is solid. My outlook for myself is solid. My confidence in myself is solid. My communication with myself is solid. My aspirations for the future are solid. My trust in me is solid. Man, solid is a good place to start if you're not there. And if you're solid, make it a little bit more solid. Then shoot for something higher. Start there. This is one of those things that literally is a supercharger for everything else in your life. Because everything that we do gets filtered through that and starts through that. A lot of these dialogues that you have and these situations that you have will filter through that. And depending on the relationship that you have with you, right, in that particular 
category, it'll come out, right? You want to make a career change? You don't have a good relationship with yourself. It's going to be difficult to pull the trigger on that decision and fully commit. Because you're just going to second guess yourself like crazy. And rightfully so. Your relationship with you is off, right? Now, I can go on and on, ladies and gentlemen. But hey, we're going to pause it here. I know this uh, subject matter is something that uh, maybe I wasn't asked, but I just felt like now was the time to bring it up. All right. So that's it for this episode. Appreciate all the support and love that I've been getting on platforms, even though we're being censored like crazy. Huge shout out and love to Team BC. Join teambc.com if you want to send us a referral. If you're somebody who's looking to buy or sell anywhere in the nation, we can help you. Or if you're an agent looking to join. Also, if you guys are interested and want to learn more about my coaching products and everything that I have to offer, go to briancasella.com. Brian with a Y, C-A-S-E-L-L-A.com. All right, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Okay, peace.